stay informed and ahead of the game. The Radio Tab Breakfast Show. And what's the old saying? A, a week's a long time <laughs> in sport. Wednesday of last week, Jared Wessel was calling the Greyhounds from Albion Park. Six o'clock, he got a phone call. Can you get to the UAE? Four and a half hours later, passport and binoculars in hand, he boarded a flight for the UAE, called the races the next day, and he's still there now, and he's been kind enough to stay up very late to join us this morning. Jared, good morning, mate. Well done, and you've got to tell us about this story. Yeah, thanks very much, Paul. Good morning to you. Good morning, Andrew. Great to be with you. Yeah, <laughs> you summed it up pretty well. A week, certainly a very long time in, in sport and as, in racing as well. Uh, as you said, last Wednesday, like any other Wednesday, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but I headed along to the Albion Park Greyhounds in the afternoon. And, and yeah, if you had told me uh, at race one that in about six or seven hours' time I'd be uh, just scrambling around like a madman trying to pack a, a suitcase to head over here to the, the UAE, Oh, I would have said you're mad. So, uh, no, it's, it's been a, a whirlwind experience, that's for sure. And, uh, Jared, are you based uh, in a particular emirate over there or are you sort of moving about? And uh, how often are you calling in those uh, particular areas? Yeah, so based uh, just outside Dubai at the moment, Andrew, uh, I landed here, so 10 o'clock last night. Uh, went to the races that afternoon, had Abu Dhabi races last Thursday, uh, races Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So uh, I think there's something like nine meetings left in the uh, the season over here. So I've got a couple of meetings a little bit later on this week, which I'm looking forward to, and then it just quietened down a bit after that. So uh, just outside Dubai, which is pretty central to the, the tracks I'm calling on, I think Alane, one of the racetracks over here, is about an hour and 15 or an hour and 20 minutes away, and, and it's probably the furthest track. So pretty central to everything. Now, Alistair Cohen was the South African caller that was based there doing this. Now, he's left, had a, a blow-up with, uh, with, the, with the authorities there, the racing authorities. He's, he's walked out. You're there for the remainder of the season. So how did they get your name, Jared? Who passed it on to them? Yes, yeah, so the, the way the story panned out, a uh, guy that a few, few of the listeners may be familiar with uh, called Pat Comerford. Uh, he actually used to call the races out at Alice Springs. Uh, he then had a an opportunity in New Zealand to move over there. He's now based in Singapore, and he actually sent me a message sort of mid-afternoon on Wednesday and, and mentioned that uh, or, or what had transpired over here in, in the UAE and, and asked if it was OK to pass my number on to a, a contact he had uh, who was in touch with someone here at the, the race club. And I said, look, yeah, I thought I was a 100-to-1 chance, to be honest, and that was probably betting unders. So... Um, Look, uh, it was very, very surprised when I got the call. I did think it was a bit of a stitch up at, you know, the first, uh, the first point when the phone rang. But uh, no, there was a, a person from the uh, Dubai Racing Club on the other end, and and it's just sort of all unfolded from there. And what they sort of meet you at the airport and they uh, put you up in a particular place, or it's sort of uh, you're pretty much on your uh, own, provided you get over there. What's what sort of arrangements are in place given at such short notice? Yeah, so they were terrific, absolutely terrific, uh, the Dubai Racing Club. Basically, they sort of planned the flight and everything on uh, on Wednesday night. And obviously, I was out of touch for a little while in the air. But once I landed, I actually landed in Doha and then had to catch a connecting flight over to uh, a place called Sharjah, which is about 30 minutes outside Dubai. And 
driver was there, uh, had all the help I could ask for at the airport, and they, they brought me into the hotel. I was able to get settled in for a couple of hours, and then a few guys from the race club came along, picked me up, and, and shoot me off to the, uh, the Abu Dhabi races that afternoon. And, and since arriving now, I've met a number of the stewards over here, uh, along with a few of the, the judges and a few uh, officials from the race club as well. And yeah, I've got to say, they have been absolutely terrific uh, completely understanding of the, the situation that's uh, sort of unfolded and it's it's been a great experience so far, that's for sure. You're just 24 years of age, so you know, the, the, the world is your oyster. When this was offered to you, was there any thought, oh, no, I really can't do it or was it, no, that's it, I'm going no matter what? Well, obviously, I've still got my commitments to, to Radio Tab and to, to Tab Corp as well back in Australia. So the first thing I had to do was just make sure everything was okay uh, from our end, that, that it was actually possible. Obviously, this sort of opportunity is just amazing for, for me to take up and, and certainly at a, such a young age, Paul. So once I was able to okay everything with uh, with Radio Tab and, and it was all sweet, I was able to uh, yeah stamp that passport and, and jump straight on the plane over here. So uh, absolutely loving it at the moment. And so the, the meeting that you called pretty much uh, when you got over there, I mean, uh, how many sort of races in the meeting um, in terms of learning colours, names, that sort of thing? I mean, what sort of opportunity did you have to do any preparation at all? Well, again, I was fortunate enough. When I got to the racetrack, uh, the steward over here, Sam Shinsky, uh, he had all the race fields printed off for me. Uh, I think I had 16 runners over the 2,200 metres. They were Arabian runners, uh, Arabian horses as well. So it was a little bit of a <laughs> baptism of fire, but got through them. Uh, they've got a lot of stable mates over here. One thing about uh, the UAE, there's not a whole lot of different stable Two or three or four stable mates in one race with cap colours. So... Uh, it can be a little bit tricky learning them, but facilities we've got over here are, have been absolutely first class, the race tracks I've been to so far. So, uh, again, they've been extremely accommodating for me and, and again, understanding the, the situation that's unfolded. We've got a lot of questions that came through. People were asking things uh, about it. where are you staying? Sort of what's the accommodation like? Have they given you a car? How does it all work? Well, uh, the accommodation's quite good at the moment. Uh, I'm in a, a little hotel room just outside, around about 10 minutes from Jebel Ali Racecourse, which is one of the main two tracks here, along with Maidan, which I'm sure most of the listeners will be familiar with. Of course, it'll host the big Dubai World Cup night in, in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, I'm based here at the hotel. Fortunately, one of the stewards is also uh, staying in the hotel as well. He's a, an Irish steward just come over for the season so uh he's driving me around everywhere fortunately i don't have to worry about uh doing any driving tests or something like that it is it is a bit different the uh, the driving situation over here they're they're very very competitive if to, to use a racing term on the, uh, the highway. <laughs> i tell you what when the driver picked me up from Sharjah airport in a half hour trip to dubai i reckon i could have handed about a hundred careless riding charges that's for sure <laughs> few of the maneuvers that were pulled but uh no i'm very happy to have uh have, have the steward driving me to the tracks. And yeah, and we heard uh, yesterday we were speaking to Jared uh, Duffy about the fact we we're going to speak to you this morning and he was talking about the racing season and you're talking about the racing season. How long is the racing season and what happens in the off-season? Anything or is it just shut down? No, so basically shuts down. Uh, the season runs from the, the late part of October through to uh, late March to early April. So five, five and a half months is... is probably the, the season duration. It does get uh, very, very hot, I've been told, over here in the uh, the summer months as probably expected. Uh, so 
being told that uh, come July and August, it's it's not all that pleasant a place to be here, uh, just in regards to the the very hot weather. So they race for five months through the winter uh, period, and and again, it doesn't really get that that cool over here. We're, we're just in the early part of uh, of spring, and most of the days have been in that low to mid 30 uh, range so it is very warm that's for sure and uh, lucky I've been coming out of a Queensland summer to be pretty well acclimatised to this sort of weather. And Jared, uh, downtime what are you able to do over there? So at the moment I've been very very busy uh, just sorting out some some paperwork and stuff with the club as I said I landed and basically ran into four days straight of calling so uh, come Sunday night, I was happy to have a, a day off on Monday and uh, just went into the offices at Maydown, which is an unbelievable complex, and, and started to sift through some paperwork and collected all the, the race fields for this week as well. So the downtime for me is probably going to be in the uh, the last two weeks of my stay over here, and I'll be looking forward to getting out and about and, and seeing uh, what the go is in Dubai. And when you talk about, um, uh, you know, downtime, how much longer are you actually... Uh slated to be uh, there, Jared, uh, as an absolute certainty for this season? Yeah, so I landed, uh, I think it was March 9 last Thursday, and I'm booked on a plane out April 8, which is the day after the uh, last race meeting here, uh, Friday, April 7. So, again, no uh, race period. I'll be back from the races that night and uh, straight on a plane. I think it's about 10 o'clock the next morning. So I'll be back in Australia and back at the, uh, well, my usual tracks back there before too long, that's for sure. You're a Queenslander through and through. You're a boy from Bundy. We know you come from a racing family. What was the reaction from from mum and dad when you said, this is the offer and I'm going? Probably myself, well, my reaction, about tenfold, I'd say. Just shock and uh, just surprise, complete surprise. It just came totally out of the blue. Uh, Most of the conversations I've had with with family about it has just been, if you had said to me when I woke up at... at, uh, uh, 7.30 on Wednesday morning that 12 hours later I'd be on the way to the airport in a <laughs> to get on a plane. I just would have said, you know, you're absolutely nuts. But it, it happened so quickly, it just unfolded so quickly. I think it's something more I'll look back to on, you know, in a, a month or two months' time and, and just be able to reflect a bit more on my trip. I'm, I'm probably still a little bit... Uh, uh, in disbelief that I am actually over here. It takes a, a few moments every morning when I wake up to remember, yeah, that's right, I am over here in Dubai. So uh, I'll, I'll look forward to reflecting uh, fondly on this time when I get home, that's for sure. Now, I don't want to get you into trouble with Sky and your commitments here at Radio Tab, but has there been an offer of maybe you'll be back for next season? Uh, nothing yet. Uh, I'll certainly be open to, to coming back, that's for sure. I'd, I'd have to consider it strongly. I'm as you mentioned, I'm, I'm on a great uh, wicket at the moment. I absolutely love what I'm doing back home uh, with Tab Corp and with, uh, with Sky and Radio Tab. But I think if there was a, an offer on the table uh, when they go to, to, to pick their caller in the middle part of the year and, uh, and I was uh, tossed in the conversation, I'd certainly have to give it strong consideration. And, uh, again, I've been able to just test the waters nicely and a bit of an audition for the, the next few weeks' time. So, uh, yeah, I hopefully, hopefully it all works out. Just just a final one. There's very so very few race callers in the country or all around the world. There's no courses that you can do. Whenever you spoke to uh, the the, uh, the school's guidance officer about what you wanted to do for a job and you told them, <laughs> I'm going to be a race caller, was there ever any, oh, you know, really do you want to do that? Is there something else you should have as, back, as a fallback type of thing? Was that ever the conversation? Yeah, what's your second pick was a, a response I often got, uh, that's for sure. 
again, yeah, there was no manual. That's that's uh, one thing that's certain. I guess uh, one thing that was probably in my, my favour was that the, the guidance officer probably didn't uh, know as much about race calling uh, or probably knew the same amount as I did. So he didn't really have a case to say, well, I don't think that's <laughs> not possible. So uh, I'm very fortunate I, I uh, landed on my feet at Radio Tab. Even when I was at school, I was able to come down and do some work experience and holidays. And, and David Fowler's been absolutely terrific for me in the last sort of six, seven years uh, and my, my progression through the uh, the calling ranks, along with, of course, David Salmon as well uh, behind the scenes. He's been a huge supporter of mine. So uh, certainly without the Radio Tab family, I couldn't be here uh, in Dubai doing what I am at the moment. So uh, certainly a big thanks to the, the family and the radio team over there. And I'll tell you what, you've got great talent and you work incredibly hard and that's been noticed. It's a great story, Jared. It really is soon as you get back, you've got to come and join us in studio and give us a full rundown of how it all played out and what goes next because it really is a brilliant story. No, thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, the call this morning and I look forward to catching up when we get home, that's for sure. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Andrew.